What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Bullpen. Today, we got another bull talk for you guys. We just keep getting all these questions from you guys, so we're going to keep answering them, so keep them flowing in. My man Josh here to fire it up. So What's up? Take it away, brother. Let's do this. Dude, I seriously I get like excited to do these every single these time. Are, these They're are fun. fun. Yeah, They're fun. They're fun. I like these a lot. Yeah. yeah. No, it's fun just to be able to sit and just chat and just... Yeah. So... um. Yeah, I wanted today, I asked on uh, Jared's Instagram story uh, questions about health and fitness um, because within the Alpha's Creed, Jared's three main focuses are mind, money, muscle. And so today we're going to be talking about the muscle part. Jared has a big background within fitness and, and I mean, just with football and all that. And so, yeah. um, I mean, you're a strong ass dude. So I'm big, yeah, you're a big boy. I'm big. Yeah. <laughs> need, need to lean my ass up. There's no question, but no, I'm big. Yeah. I don't know. dude. You see some of those guys that are like 300 pounds and they're like that, yeah. a real world tactical guy. Yeah. Like he's a big boy. He's a big boy. And yeah. he can move. Yeah. He can move. Well, that's my, my goal. Like I want to stay big. I yeah. never want to be small. No. You know, I like being big and strong, but yeah. I want to be able to move. Yep. And I got big to a point where I couldn't move yeah. because I wasn't training movement. Mm-hmm. And I get, we'll talk about that, but man, oh man, it's not a way you want to live. No, 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 no. I mean, you see people like, um, you know, these like strong men and stuff. Those guys are just they're may, maybe not like super flexible and that kind of stuff, which I know for sure I'm trying to focus a lot on like being flexible, yeah, but right. they're fucking strong. Yeah, they're strong. And strong. when they run, they waddle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, it's gotta be yeah. it's almost like CrossFit guys. Those are like the, like a really good, they're big. Yeah. It's hard to, it's a functional. It's hard to admit it. But to me, CrossFit is like the elite force. It like, is dude. Like I, I, re- I really am starting to believe that, yeah. especially coming from an athletic background, looking at, you know, training. Actually, I, I'll say this: if you're if you got a CrossFit coach or you're doing CrossFit, and you're doing those fucking hang cleans and clean and jerks mm. and shit like that. Oh my gosh, you gotta dude. be careful! Holy shit! I, I I know I'm gonna get blown up for that, but it is so dangerous. You have no fucking idea how bad clean and jerks are, and the, just the risk to reward ratio mm. of those kind of movements. I'm sure we're gonna dive deep in all this stuff, yeah. but. Other than that, I love CrossFit. Yeah. That shit is dumb, but yeah. this stuff, awesome. Yeah. You got to so, be super careful with very. those movements. Yeah. So, well, the first question that we got, uh, I uh, I really like these ones. They, they were some good ones. So, why is being overweight selfish? Mm. Dude, you know what? I'm glad you asked that. That's, I was just thinking about that this morning. Really? You know, like, because here's the thing. I'm not a father yet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Even though I, I'm going to be a father one day, you know, sure. like, we're going to start having kids and- you know, we've just been waiting, but I, I, I feel passionately about my kids already. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot wait to be a dad. Sure, right. Sure. And even now, like I, I got, you know, I, I was, I was, I was working out heavyweight. I was moving heavyweight, you know, I was working hard and I was getting big. Right. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't training movement at all. Mm-hmm. And I was not, not in shape. Mm-hmm. Right. And yet when I tried to run or even walk up the stairs, I just felt myself, <laughs> just a little bit more, you know, just a, yeah, you know, and it's like, man, I'm fucking walking upstairs and I'm yeah. like, I, I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. You know what? Like, I don't even know. I don't understand this. And I, I can dive deep in all that, but like, but I was thinking about this. There comes a point where you need to understand just how selfish your mediocrity really is. 
And I think we're talking less than mediocrity if you're really obese. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'm going to say this right here, right now. Being obese, being over, like, you know, being a big, fit, big fat fucker where you're waddling around, right? If you're like that, you're going to die. Yeah. So this is the most loving thing I'll ever tell you. This is the most loving thing I could ever tell you right now. Stop it. Stop eating. The only reason you continue to eat that fucking food is out of pure selfishness and pure laziness. Like where, like there's not a remote speck of discipline inside of you, Mm -hmm. right? You, when you're that big and you start getting big, you are going to die Mm -hmm. soon. Have you ever seen a 60 year old over 400 pounds? No, they don't exist because they don't live that long. No, they don't. You are killing your organs. As a matter of fact, they estimate that you are dying a lot faster through obesity than you are through smoking cigarettes. And we are so anti-cigarettes, so anti-what's in all that, right? And I'm anti-cigarettes. Cigarettes Cigarettes are are fucking poison. And you're more likely to die from obesity than cigarettes. That's wild. So where are the billboard campaigns against obesity? I know Jordan Peterson just got blown up for it all over Twitter where he posted that thing about the overweight model where they said, this is beauty. And he said, sorry, not beautiful. (laughs) You know what? He's right. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. She's dying. Yeah. She's way overweight. She's dying. And I don't care how much fluff you try to put on your statement of, oh, I love who I am. I accept who I am. Stop accepting who you are. Since when is accepting who you are a good thing? Let Let me tell you right now, if you really knew who you are, you would never say those words in any any form of acceptance. If you really understood who you are, you will never stop working to become that person. Accepting who you are is the ultimate form of quitting on life. And this whole phrase of, well, this is who I am. You have to accept me for who I am. The fuck I do. Do you believe in change? Do you believe in humanity? How about if you're religious, do you believe in repentance? Do you, what's the point of Jesus dying on the cross if we don't believe in change, right? And I'm a Christian. If you're not a Christian, how about just let me ask you, do you believe human beings can change? And it's shocking to see how many people disagree with that statement. Mm-hmm. Like, no, people don't change. And should change. Yeah. It, and, and like, and you shouldn't push them to change either. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, and here's the thing. I, I was the fat bull growing up. Dude, I was the fucking fat bull, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, I was getting tater tots shoved in my mouth. I was getting chocolate milk poured down my throat. Being fat sucks, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, if people look at me right now, I'm a big dude. I'm a strong dude. I'm still not even like perfectly lean, right? But I feel great. Mm-hmm. I'm running my ass off. I'm lifting heavy weights. I'm feeling good, and I know I'm gonna feel better. Mm-hmm. And I'm start. I'm I'm learning all these things about cutting things out of my diet. It's like cutting out the bullshit processed foods, and yeah. finally just. I'm go. I've gone carnivore, and I love it. That's sick, dude. Oh, I love it. I love. I like the. Fa- I I feel amazing, and it's been such a revelation for me this last year, just discovering what actually works in my body. Right, mm-hmm. but coming back to like at least like just how much happier I am. I don't think people really understand the power that's inside them and what your body means to your soul. Yeah, your body is a reflection of your character. Let me say that again. Your body is a reflection of your character, mm. not, you know, of who you are. No, no. As a matter of fact, actually, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. If you come in for an interview, now laws dictate that I can't, you know, like I can't discriminate based on weight and all that. So I, I'm all right, fine with that's where we're at. But I know one thing. If I hire somebody and they're they're big, fat, right, and they can barely move, I know I should expect laziness out of them. Mm-hmm. Because if they cut corners in one thing, they're going to cut corners in another. Mm-hmm. 
If they make excuses in one thing, why are they not going to make excuses in another? Especially when it's so drastic that you can't even lay down right. You can't even bend over to tie your shoes without this sitting back up then and yeah. <sighs> panting. Literally, I know, I know. If you're listening to this, you feel that way. If you're bending over to tie your shoes and you are, and it's hard for you to breathe, you don't see how you're dying. Yeah. Do you have any idea the pressure that you're putting your knees, your oh. joints, the amount of pressure you're putting on your organs? People see the outside fat. Do you understand that the uh, the fat underneath is way worse? It is literally in between all of your, if you just looked at what it looks like, in between your lungs and your intestines and squeezing it. And we're, we're somehow trying to accept this. Yeah. We're tr someone trying to say that that's okay. If we really loved our fellow man and if we really cared, it's the truth that'll set people free. Mm -hmm. And no one who's in an over in an overweight situation where they're obese can ever look at themselves and say, I'm okay here. Mm -hmm. With 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 pure intention of heart, with truth, you're a liar if you think that. Oh, for sure. And you're being lied to if you're being told that, right? Mm -hmm. So why is the most selfish thing you ever do? Because number one, you're you're pretty much a menace to society. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to say, if you're extremely overweight, not only, let me tell you why it's selfish. You are a menace to society. You provide no physical value to anyone around you. Mm -hmm. You are of no use. As a matter of fact, you are the one who we have to care, cater to. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I watched this video of this lady, you know, posting about how airplanes are fat phobic because I don't have bigger, bigger seats. Listen, I'm a big dude. I hate how small the chairs are, but I get it. They're maximizing profit. You got to lean your ass up. Yeah. And if you can't put down that fucking shelf and it's hitting your belly, I don't know what to tell you because yeah. it's working for uh, most of the population. Actually, at this point, you know, yeah. half the population <laughs> is fat. So I'm probably speaking to half, you know, half the population yeah. here, right? But think about this, right? When I, w when I was getting, when I was getting bullied, my, my whole message to people is I wish there would have been someone there for me. Mm. And I refuse to be not to be a person who won't be ready when the time comes to be there for others. I refuse mm -hmm. mind, money, muscle. So we're talking about the muscle part, right? Yep, yep. If someone were in need, let me actually paint you a really dark picture, okay. right? If you have a child and some fucker, which is happening all around the world, you can go watch videos, comes and snatches your daughter right there on your front porch. You could be maybe 10 yards away, super close. And they drive up to it to and snatch your daughter. And run and try to get her back in the car, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I want you to paint, and, and anyone who listens who goes, oh, that's a little extreme, go watch the videos all around the world of people snatching kids out of the out of the middle of the street. Oh, yeah. It is happening more than you realize, and it's going to continue to happen unless you heed my words right now. It's happening because no one does anything about it. If you are in a situation, if you ever caught yourself in a situation like that and you had to run, mm. Maybe you want to run after the car, get a driver's plate, or run after the person who, mm -hmm. and maybe they didn't even kidnap her. Maybe someone comes and slaps your daughter across the head. Mm. And you run, like, I'm just, I'm just trying to paint this picture yeah. of, you are now unprepared to be her father and oh, protector. Yeah. And it's be, and it's not, it, and you could say, it's not my fault, I couldn't catch up. Yes, it is your fault because of the years of decisions you've made to put yourself in that point where you were selfish, where that Twinkie meant more to you than your daughter's safety. 
and I'm especially talking to men right now, women, you as well, if you are looking at yourself in an extreme overweight situation, you are dying mm -hmm. and you are killing yourself and you are unprepared for the most heinous situation to come and it is your fault if it happens on your watch. That's the truth. I mean, what is what is the what we keep talking about? What does it mean to be an alpha? Is that you recognize that the only way for evil to triumph in this world is for good men and women to do nothing. nothing. And if you can't do anything about it, if you're physically unable to do something about it, mm -hmm. that's not an excuse, especially if that is your choice. Mm -hmm. It's your choice to be this big. By the way, it's your choice. Yeah. I'm going to make that clear. I don't care. If you're big boned, right? I don't care if you don't have a high metabolism. Eat less yeah. food. And there's tons of things you can do. I have multiple friends that have gotten the uh, the bypass surgery. Yeah. And they've lost hundreds and hundreds of pounds of weight. And they are now in the best shape of their lives. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it. There's no excuse anymore. Dude, especially with the technology we have now, especially with everything that's out there. I don't, I don't think people understand how little food a human being can actually survive on. Oh yeah, like we we don't have we don't have a shortage problem, uh, a shortage of food problem. We have a surplus problem. Yeah, right. And you know, actually, I'm going to quote Alex Ramosi on this. This is one of the best things I ever heard. He was talking to a guy who's really big. Mm. And when you know Alex Ramosi, I'm loving. I love that dude. He's a genius. And he and you take one look at him. He looks like little. You know. You know. Hercules, right? He's he's a stud, right? Yeah. And this dude kept saying, like, dude, I just don't know. I just every time I'm feeling hungry all day long. And Alex wants to start laughing. And he goes, and he's like, he's like, he's like, you're not hungry. You're bored. Oh. And that hit me so hard. I'm like, nothing could be more true. Yeah. Because we seek our our biggest problem in in in, in, in all across the board is that we're so desperate to be entertained, to have something, you know, mm -hmm. keep us. We're so attention deficit disorder, whether it's TikTok, whether it's Netflix or video mm -hmm. games or food. Mm -hmm. You can't sit there in peace. Learning just how to sit for hours in peace is almost impossible. You just feel this thing pulling in your brain mm -hmm. like, oh, I got to eat food. Oh, let me eat some food. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's especially because food's so readily available everywhere. It's this thing that nags in your mind. You're like, oh, well, maybe I'll just eat because the action of eating food is actually something to do. Just like a little fidget spinner. Oh, yeah. It's actually something that keeps your mind occupied. Yeah. yeah. Right. So he says, you're not you're not hungry. You're bored. Mm -hmm. If you were really hungry, you would be like, man, oh, I'm hungry. I could eat an apple. Mm. When was the last time you were like so hungry that you just saw an apple like, oh, oh, I want to eat that. <laughs> yeah. Or just a, a bare piece of chicken. Yeah. If you look at a bare piece of chicken and you go like, you ever, you ever been on diet, uh -huh. right? You go on these diets and I know you just did oh, this, yeah. right? Oh yeah. You're like, oh. I know you get sick of chicken, but sometimes you're fucking hungry. Bro. You're like, I can't wait to eat that chicken. And nothing's on it. You don't care. I just want food. Oh, dude. That's hunger. Yeah. You know what's hunger is you want to talk to Yunmi Park. Mm. I've mentioned her many times this podcast yeah. because she is such an inspiration to me. And I her stories sit in my mind for the well, sit with me for the rest of my life. Oh, dude. Because she talked about how they ate rats because and they're so bugs. hungry. Yeah. And bugs. Ugh. And they boiled bark. So that means they were looking at anything they could to eat food, to find something that they could eat. And she, her dream was a ba ba a bucket or a basket of bread. Wow. She says that's all she dreamed about. Most kids dream about going to Disneyland or all yeah, this stuff. Yeah. All she dreamed about at bed at night was a bucket or basket of bread. That's wild. That's hunger. Mm -hmm. 
And we don't understand what hunger really is. Mm -hmm. So you're not hungry. Stop fucking eating. As a matter of fact, you shouldn't eat three meals a day. You know, you shouldn't, unless they're really small meals and you're over there in Europe with the really small rations, don't eat three meals a day. Yeah. It's our, our rations here in America are massive. Oh, massive. Dude, when I went to Europe and oh, I, I was like, I was like, I feel great. Yeah. Like these are portions were so small yeah. and you're here like, this is so much food. Yeah. Oh, and here's the thing I'm eating my, and especially growing up as a kid, what did they teach you? What did your parents teach you? Eat all your food. Yeah. Eat all your food. I am not going to teach my kids eat all your food. And I understand the reasoning of why my parents taught me that. But at the end of the day, I recognize what it did inside of me. I literally almost start feeling anxiety if I see food left on the plate. Yeah, same. I feel wasteful. I feel like uh, ungrateful. Yeah. Right? I feel, oh, there are starving kids out there. I should enjoy that. Mm -hmm. I should eat that. No, you shouldn't. Yeah. It's and you know what we have a surplus problem. Food is going to go to waste because we're producing so much food yeah. for the so much of the world. We got to figure out a way to get it to other places because we have too much food at such a regular basis here. You don't have to go out and kill a cow and skin the cow and cut up the meat and then cook it. You don't have to go through any work except for just grabbing the bag of chips yeah. and opening it up and eating it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and, and back in the old days, there would be they would go a day or two without eating. Yeah. And then they have a big feast of a meal. That's more normal to go almost the entire day except until dinner, you know, to have a meal. Yeah, yeah. That's more normal what our bodies are more ready for as opposed to eating every all the time. And I'm going to say this again. When it comes to, like, bodybuilding, and we see, look at people who are in nutrition, bodybuilders are working out three to four hours a day and there's a, and they're having six meals a day and high calories because they're burning that many calories. Yeah. And also there is almost zero room for ex excess in there because it's almost all pure protein and just enough carbs to keep their body sustained. Yep. So it's such a science. So when we look at these bodybuilders or these, uh, um, um, uh, power lifters eating that much food, that's what they do. And I came from an athletic background where I was working out four hours a day, you know, especially playing football at BYU. I was working out four hours a day. That's correct. Morning, night, running, doing sprints, lifting, and then I would do it again. I would then throw routes and I would do footwork. I was working out four hours a day. That's wild, dude. And I was eating whatever I wanted. Yeah. And I was fine. Yeah. Because I was burning so many calories, oh, yeah. you know, and obviously I'm still in a growing state at that <clears> point. <throat> and then football's gone. And I'm eating the same mm -hmm. and I only go to the gym for an hour or two mm -hmm. and it ain't the same as when no. I used to. No. And all of a sudden I start to, I'm like, Oh shit. Yep. Right. So we don't like, we just, we, we got to recognize the difference of what it means to be hungry as opposed to bored and why we should stop eating so much fucking food. Yeah. There's no other point. There's no other reason to like why you're so fat. It's just, you eat too much fucking food. Yep. And by the way, if you're too skinny, you want to gain weight, just eat more food. Yeah. Oh, I eat a lot of food and you don't understand. No, eat more. Yeah. So I'm just, that's the opposite side of it. If you really, <laughs> if you're, if you struggle with putting on weight, go yeah. eat a lot of fucking food because your body's got some problem where it's burning too many calories. Yeah. But anyways, I, 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 I digress. We could only, we could even say uh, like, you know, the, the question was why is being overweight, uh, you know, selfish. I think it goes on the other end of the spectrum as well. If you are skinny, if yeah. you don't work out, if you are weak yeah. you are also selfish because That's on, a both, on both yeah. ends you cannot help in yes. any single way you're of no use you have no like you yeah. literally are just like you're you're a breath of air yeah. like that's all you are i mean literally socrates said this socrates said no man has a right to never ever in his life uh i'm probably mixing two different quotes because i believe they're two different ones mm. but he said no man has the right 
to not be in top physical performance for society. Mm. It's almost against, like Socrates was saying, it's against everything we stand for. Because again, you are of no use mm. to society. Mm. And yes, physical being physically able is a key part yeah. of being useful to society. Yeah. 100%. So yes, you're exactly right. On the opposite spectrum, if you're skinny, can can't do shit, you know, you're you just st- sit and dude, I see it over and over. All these videos, these kids who are just getting so much attention, you know, where they're just sitting in their basement playing these video Ugh. games. I know I sound like a dad, but who fucking cares? Stop playing your fucking video games. Yeah. Like god, like what are you doing with your life? Oh, that's my legacy. Jeez. Yeah. You are doing nothing for this world. I think what it comes back to is when you under, like you said earlier, when you understand your purpose and what you un- and when you understand who you are. Like, dude, my little brother, he's 16 right now, and he's been going to the gym and lifting for the last six months, yeah. and he has gotten huge. Yeah. And I'm like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, and he's he's getting strong too. Yeah. And I'm like, you are going to be a very, yeah. You know, he look like he like his idols are like Jocko, yeah, and um um. Who's that other guy? Uh, like, you know, those guys. Yeah, and like, right. he wants to be like them. I'm like, perfect. Yeah. Perfect role models. Right. Like, you are going to be a physically able yeah. man that right. can actually benefit society. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that, like, here's the thing. Yes, we're talking about being an alpha. Yeah. What and oh, what a toxic thing to say. Who the fuck do you think you are? What? That's the most beta shit I've ever heard. Alphas don't <laughs> need to call themselves alphas. Fuck you. Yeah. Because it's time you start calling yourself an alpha. It's time you start recognizing how important it is to be an alpha. And that does mean physically. Yep. That means physically you should be dominant. Yep. You should seek after the greatest form of your body could ever have. What a gift you have mm-hmm. to have a physically able body. Oh. You know, actually, I want to say this right now. My friend Nick Santanastasso is one of the greatest examples that, you know, by definition, he wouldn't be considered a physically able person. Yeah. Yeah. And yet he is more physically able than a lot of people I know. He is more active and does more things. He he's he's literally he lives life to the fullest and he has yeah. he lets doesn't let himself have any excuse. He literally was in a bodybuilding show. Yeah. He has one arm. His one arm. And he's so incredible yeah. at what he does. He he works his ass off. Yep. And if you see him, he's got he's just ripped, dude. He, is, dude. he works his ass off oh, to yeah. look like that. Oh, yeah. And he remove and I love his story. I think the whole world should know his story because you have no excuse. Mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. about any of these reasons you give me. It, they they are null and void. Yep. Because you are at the end of the day a leech on society. We have to work extra hard to support your fat ass. Yeah. So, and I saw another guy post this thing where this lady was really big and she was just rolling over into his seat. So he had to sit like this the whole flight. Ugh. And he literally posted after he says, says that's why it's selfish to be fat yes. because you are, you are making me uncomfortable that I have to move yeah. in my seat. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a fair point, dude. And I'll be honest. Like, I feel like that, God, this is actually really, this is pretty terrible, but you know, with uh, masks and all that on the mm-hmm. planes, you know, like trying to keep each other safe. But like, you are actually as a overweight person in a plane. You are actually probably more of a risk to everybody else on that plane than a mask is. Because how the fuck are you supposed to move quickly? Like, if oh, that plane dude. goes down, dude, how are you supposed to get out of your seat? <laughs> that like those people next yeah, to you. It's right. like, okay, if 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 we go down, you're a fire you're hazard. Gonna, you're gonna kill me, dude. <laughs> yeah. You because you yeah. are so fat, you yeah. are going to kill me. Yeah. Well, I mean. 
like even just in any emergency situation, like you know how they used yeah. to do those emergency situations, like bus, yeah, bus escape. And you know what they taught you? It's like okay, you know, people help each other out, dude. I don't care how strong people are. If you're if you're like that, there's no question here. And just and a lot of you agree with this. We're gonna listen to this. Yeah. Even if you're in that situation, deep down you know it's yeah. true. Yeah. You know, and some of you won't even you know don't want to say this out loud because you're scared of offending people. Well, offend them because maybe it's the best thing that'll ever happen to them. Yeah. Right? Maybe they just need to hear the fucking truth. And if we stop coddling them and stop telling them that it's okay to be like that, accept who you are. Yeah. Then they would stop. Yeah. That they would realize, oh, I got to get my ass in gear because no one's going to listen to my fucking excuses. Yep. No one's going to give me the time of day. I'm going to have to wear, you know, these shirts that aren't going to fit. So I better lean my ass up and stop eating yep. so much food. Yep. I don't care what you're going through. There's never, if the excuse of it's hard is never an excuse. Yep. It, something being difficult means it's worth more. Yeah. So if it's hard, that means it's worth more. So we should push you to that extent even more so. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what yep. are we even talking? Like, it's like, how is this even a question? No, it blows my mind. Like, um, who's that one singer that, that Lizzo? Lizzo. Dude. I already knew where you're going, bro. When I saw that, I was just like, we are encouraging. Now at this point, it's not just like, yeah. like, okay, I'm fat. Now it's like she's encouraging other people to be fat. I'm like. How, what, this is, we are living in the upside down, yeah. dude. Like, yeah, she's, everything yeah. is just insane. Yeah, she's encouraging people to die young is what she's doing. Because I, I, I 100%, I, I'm like, okay, 100% you should love yourself, never hate yourself, because that's that's detrimental. But do not be like, oh, I'm fat and I'm going to accept it, and I love it, and I'm going to encourage it. That's, that blows my mind, dude. Here's the thing about hating yourself. I'm, I'm going to make sure every, everyone listen to this right now. It's okay if you look in the mirror and hate yourself. Yeah. Because what you hate is the thing about yourself that you know mm. isn't mm. in line with who you really are. So recognize you don't hate yourself. Mm. You hate the piece of yourself that is not worthy of being there. So it's okay to look in the mirror and hate yourself because you're making yourself better. Now, the moment you take that to the fucking extreme of I hate myself, I hate myself, you start beating yourself up. Clearly, we know that's not right. Yeah. Clearly, we know that you should have ev every positive affirmation about who you are. Because in truth, if you understand who you are, if you love who you are, if you value yourself, you will treat it differently. I will treat my Lamborghini a lot differently than I ever would a minivan. Mm -hmm. There's no question. Oh, I don't care what anyone says. I'm going to tend to this yeah. a lot more valuably yeah. than this. So yeah. if you understand who you are, and everyone deep down does understand who they are. Yeah. So if you hate the things about yourself, you don't hate yourself. Mm. You just know you're better than that. Mm. You, there's no, you would never hate yourself if you didn't know you're better. I'm better than this. That's a good thing to say. Yeah. That's This isn't like me. That's a great thing to say because what you're affirming is that I'm better than this. This state of being is not who I am. So let that feeling dive deep inside you to motivate you to hate the food that you're eating and yeah. to hate the laziness and to get rid of the piece of you that is not worthy of being there. And we are so caught up in this idea of let's make sure everyone feels really good about themselves. Mm. If you want to feel good about yourself, work hard and accomplish something worthwhile. Yeah. Do you know it's more rare to have abs than it is to be a millionaire? Really? It is more rare, especially in the U.S., to have abs 
than wow. it is to be a millionaire. So how rare is it wow. if you have abs and you're a millionaire? Yeah. Right? And you know why it's a rare thing to have abs? Go look at a picture of 1970 when they're on the beach. No one oh, was fat. Yeah. Look at a picture now. It's a big, fat, gelatinous mass. Yeah. I, I'm not shit. Like no, it's it a really big, is. fat, gelatinous mass yeah. sitting on the beach, and you're and like, it's like half. Like holy shit. Yeah. What, how did we do this? Mm-hmm. We already know how, right? Oh, we already we, know this. We know. There's no question no. on how, right? No. But we have to be okay with hating that part of ourselves. Mm. And let's just act, get the truth. You're killing yourself. Yeah. A slow, painful death. Yep. You are taking every day you accept where you are, quote unquote, accept where you Mm -hmm. are. You are taking life off of your timeline. That means every year you remain fat will take another year off your life. Mm. So you accepting it for the next five years is going to take life off your lifespan. It is going to do that unless you make a drastic change very quickly. You are damaging so many things about yourself that will create longevity in your life. Let's be honest then. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest about what real life and real fulfillment looks like. Yeah. It look it looks like when you're healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with this big health movement, you know, and mental health. You know what's you know what'll create more mental health than anything? Physical health. Yeah. Physical health will create more mental clarity than any pill, than any meditation you'll ever find. And it's not just because of the appearance. It literally, your chemistry yes. will change. Yes. I mean, I think, uh, who is it that talks a lot about this? Oh, uh, I mean, like Liver King, Wim Hof, like all the, like the Iceman guy, they talk about how... Like you literally like depression. They don't believe depression's real. I don't, I don't believe depression's real. Like it. I mean, you can get depressed, but when it becomes this like illness, yeah. it's and it comes from uh, most of the time. It comes from you are overweight mm-hmm. or you're not treating your body well. You're yeah. putting shit into it. You fix those things, yeah, and you will literally start feeling better. Let me uh, let me actually say that then. I'm glad you brought that up. I do not believe depression is real. Mm. I believe people being diagnosed with depression, anxiety. I do not believe that is real. I believe you can feel anxiety. I feel anxiety every day. I feel depression all the time. Mm -hmm. That is, that does not mean I'm depressed. It means I'm pushing through some pain and some demons, just like we all are. We're all eating a shit sandwich here on this earth. Mm -hmm. Let's let's get real. This is not a happy and fun place and it never will be. Like, if you just go out and look at nature, I love how we paint this picture of nature. And nature's beautiful. It is peaceful. But you know what? Have you ever really thought about nature? Nothing in nature will just die peacefully. No. Let's make that very clear. Nature is brutal. Oh, yeah. Nothing dies peacefully in nature. It will be eaten. Yeah. And one of the most, like, you ever seen a bear eat an elk? Go watch it and see, just yeah. let yourself watch and be like, oh, that's nature. Yeah. Right? So if you understand nature and the nature of this world and the nature of human mm-hmm. beings, evil is here and evil will always be here. Right? Mm-hmm. So does that mean that we will always have to deal with problems? Yes. That means we will always have to experience pain and suffering because we're human beings, mm-hmm. because it's a part of this life and you're never going to get rid of that. So we try to get rid of it with the fucking pills, acting like that's the answer. Clearly, that's not the answer. No. And even if your doctor, and I, I guarantee this is going to get taken out for saying this, but I'm going to say it right now. Your doctor is not always right. No. Do you have any idea how many doctors I've talked to in the business where how much money, more money they make when they push the pills? They make money by pushing pills. And their pharmaceutical reps are working with them and trying to convince them to push this pill. It's a business. 
it is a business. And I'm not saying every doctor, but I'm saying look at the business of medicine, especially in the Western world. And now understand that when your doctor is prescribing you depression medication and all in Ritalin, you know, and Ritalin, by the way, oh my gosh, poison, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, we just talk about all these things. I don't believe depression is something that will last with you forever. I believe it is a choice. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm going to get ripped apart for that, but I don't fucking care because it's the truth. Yeah. Depression is a choice. Yeah. It, you will feel depressed, mm-hmm. but it is a choice to remain in that state of being yep. because you can find happiness and joy in things. You know, it's something called gratitude, mm-hmm. something called hard work. Get some, some damn sunlight. Some dude. sunlight. Seriously. Some some work ethic, some yeah. sweat and actually like really doing something with your life mm-hmm. and having courage to go live your dream. Mm-hmm. That's happiness. Yep. That's how you can get out of a depressed state real quick. Now, I'm not saying you can't feel depressed, but depression yep. is not who you are. Very, very different. Especially things. when you start telling me, oh, I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. As if that's who you are. We start, and especially when they put a label on you Mm. of, okay, I'm diagnosing you Mm. with depression. Mm -hmm. You'll you'll have depression your whole life. The second that person believes that sentence, especially when it comes from a doctor, every doctor who said that, you need to understand what you've just done. You have implanted a new identity inside that human being that as a person of authority, they are going to believe you and say, my doctor said I have depression Mm -hmm. and I will always have depression because that's who I am. Yep. Just like, oh, well, you're, you're just, it's just who you are. Your metabolism is a little for, so it's okay who you are. You're fat. It's okay. Like we accept that. That's beautiful. Let's get rid of the bullshit. Let's just seek after the truth and understand that depression is not a state of being and who you are. It's something you feel, and it's a choice to remain there. Mm-hmm. Especially if you if you understood how powerful you are, how powerful your mind is, then you'd recognize this problem. Yeah, that the pills, that the you know all these other things are not going to solve it. They never will. Yeah. Matter of fact, there's a whole of a lot of evidence to say that the placebo is what fixes it a lot more mm. than the actual pill itself. Mm. So interesting. Understand that when we're talking about this depression. Even, oh, I'm diagnosing you with anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just do, do we understand how dangerous that is oh, yeah. to tell someone that as if it's their identity for the rest of their life? Now that doctor's saying, now you have full reign and you you can just be that. You, I give you the right to yeah. be that. A doctor's now like, note. Now I'm just, that's who I am. Yeah. That's who I am. It's like, yeah. fuck and I, that, and, then, and then here's what they do. And I accept me for who I am. And you should too. What? Really? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. and you know what? Here, here's the thing. I'm not going to argue with the insane. You know the ins- you know what the definition of insane is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Yep. So if this is your state of being for the rest of your mm-hmm. life, and there's no chance of convincing you otherwise, you don't think for yourself. You don't have an open thought in your entire existence to potentially see another side. This is your thought process. And you're going to stick to it and stick with your guns. No, I'm depressed. No, I'm depressed. Yeah. You're going to fight me on that. Yeah. Then I'm not going to argue with you Yeah. because I don't argue with the insane. There's no point. It's a waste of my breath. Yep. You, you clearly are convinced and trying to change someone's mind of who's really convicted and convinced is nearly impossible. The only person who can change that is them. And that works bad and good. Yeah. Because if you're truly convicted and convinced in a good way, Mm. 
who am I to ever change it? Yep. It works the exact same. That's yep. the power of the mind. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with the insane no. and the people who want to be there. Yep. By the way, there are people who want to be there because they find identity in being a victim. Yeah. They find oh. a lot of identity and yeah. sympathy and and this excuse that gets them out of a lot of a lot of issues, mm-hmm. which we see clear we see it happen so many times. This excuse that gets them almost almost as passive, like, well, hey, listen, you can't yell at me. Yeah. You know, because yeah. This. I'm depressed. Yeah, it's like this little green, this little yeah. card, that, like get, get out of jail free card, right? Yeah. And people find identity in that mm-hmm. as if it provides value to their life because it does. It provides ease. Mm-hmm. And if you choose the easy way, that's fine. But don't, let me say this. Don't think we're on the same level because you choose the easy route. No. You choose comfort while I choose pain. We're not yep. the same. Yep. There's a reason why I'm where I'm at and you are where you're at because I chose pain and suffering while you chose ease and comfort. Yep. We're not the same. Yep. So start choosing this and then we can have a conversation. Yep. Right, dude. Have you started doing like ice baths or like cold showers yet? Mm. You know, I did. I did. I I did cold showers for a while. And dude, listen. And and anyone who's ever played football there or any sport knows that you're icing yourself almost every fucking day. Yeah. yeah. Like I I was in ice baths all every <laughs> week after every game. Yeah. Like I was always in ice baths, so I'm yeah. no stranger to ice baths. They're they're great. Sort of, right? <laughs> and I understand the science behind it. I actually love Wim Hof. I love what yeah, he teaches. He's incredible. And that is, I mean, you can't argue with what he's done and what yeah. he's what he's discovered, right? But I think we really overemphasize these cold showers thing. Yeah. And to me, what I like is the idea, is I've talked to some people about this where they say, do something cold as opposed to just always doing a cold bath. And listen, if that works for you, it's more of a mental toughness thing yes. than it is an actual physiology thing. Yeah. So if it's a mental toughness thing, do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If it's a mental toughness thing to push through those cold showers, I get it. Yeah. I did a cold shower this morning, yeah. you know, because I was like kind of feeling that way, mm-hmm. right? Just yeah. I just did this workout and I was feeling great, Put and I'm in the shower feeling good. I'm like, fuck it. And I just turn it cold, yep. right? And it's just a mental toughness, almost exercise, right? Um, but have I ever started doing that? I have. And that's all, that's all I see it as is a mental toughness thing. Yeah. And uh, listen, I, 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 maybe I should take it back. Cause I do agree with a lot of science of Wim Hof. So there's definitely physiology. There's there. definitely the science there, but I yeah. think for sure for me, at least is it's that it is that mental toughness of being like, okay, I have control of my brain. Yeah. It's kind of like Brian Navavi with his, yeah. like how you do one thing, you do it. How everything. you do, how you do some things, how you do all things. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a cold shower and I'm going to train my brain to be like, Holy shit, this hurts. Yeah. But I, I'm gonna stand here. Yeah. And I'm not gonna let my body control me. Yeah. Right. I'm going to let my mind be in yes. full control. Right. And I think that's where, at least for me, that I've I've really enjoyed. I've been doing it and yeah. I feel great. And then you get out of the shower and you're like, yeah, yeah like energized. Yeah. Oh, you're dude. very energized. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. You are very energized. And what I what I actually prefer doing is I still have a normal shower with hot water, mm. but at the end I turn it cold. Same. Actually, number one, because when it's a hot shower, it still opens up your pores. So when you're putting on, you know, the body wash, it actually cleans you better. Yeah. So it gets in your pores, you know, you don't, and your pores are more open. So you're going to smell better. You're going to clean yourself better. So that's number one. The, if I have a hot shower, I'm going to do that. But then I finish it with a cold shower. Number one, because the mental thing. Number two, that actually closes your pores. Yeah. And it's even right harder. After. Like now you're like super hot. Yeah. And then you do super cold. Yeah. If you're just normal body I actually temperature. Really, I really like the offset. Because yeah. if it's like really hot, then also you go really cold. It's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> even like, because I feel like yeah. the shower can only get so cold. Yeah. So right. when you do it that way, it's like, yeah, yeah you cold. feel it. Yeah. 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 So, so that, yeah, that's, um, I think there's, there's a lot of things that. Oh, that no question. That, but yeah. Well, let's move on, dude. I will do, uh, I think these, these last two are 
you know, they're maybe a little bit more simple questions, but, uh, uh, so what somebody asked, what is your workout regimen? What, what are you kind of doing right now for workouts? What are you doing? I used to work out like heavy. I mean, you actually, you see my gym in here, right? I'm actually getting rid of a lot of the uh, equipment in here because I'm sick of lifting heavy all the time. Mm. And that's, I, I love lifting heavy. I actually really enjoy it, but I, I'm just like, I'm looking at my body. I'm looking at how I want to live my life yeah. and I want to be, I want to be able to move. You know, I want to be able to enjoy life and run, mm -hmm. you know, and actually I'm going to give a shout out to Ross, the runner, because yeah. he, I, I was feeling this way and he really took it to me out there in Texas, mm -hmm. opened my mind with it. And I, I, it just brought me back to when I, when I used to train like an athlete and the way I felt training like an athlete, that's what I want to adopt more again. Yeah. I'm not doing footwork drills or anything like that. So basically I used to lift heavy a lot. Because I was, I, I was under the impression, I'm going to actually get this out there. I was under the impression that jogging made you lose muscle. Mm -hmm. And by jogging and, you know, running, right, that made you lose muscle. And unless it was sprints, it made you lose, um, you know, your athletic ability. That yeah, quick, fast yeah, fast twitch muscle fibers, right? And that was taught to me by a lot of my trainers growing up. So I used to jog all the time. As a matter of fact, there's a point, I would go on a 13-mile run on a, on a Saturday, mm. you know, in high school. I jogged all the time, but mm. then I was told, hey, you're too slow. You got to stop jogging. Mm. They're like, you're going to lose muscle. They're like, you shouldn't be lifting heavy weights and then jogging. You're basically offsetting it. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. You know, so I want stupid. to get big and strong and be able to run sprints and be yeah. an athlete, you know, yeah. like explosive and strong, right? Yeah. And so I was like, okay. So I stopped jogging and I just started doing sprints and I was doing sprints a lot, man. So I'm still running a lot, but I'm lifting heavy. I'm going for explosiveness and strength. And then all of a sudden football's gone. And I'm not, and you know, when football's gone, man, that's one of the darkest times of my life, dude. But I'm not, I'm not training sprints anymore. I'm not training my footwork, you know, as a quarterback or as a whatever position I'm in. I'm not training for agility, you know, like I'm just not training that anymore. So then I just kind of stayed with, I'm going to lift heavy. Yeah. Because that's why I wanted to lift heavy and I liked it, right? It's fun. Yeah. Going for the max rep, you know, like trying to get stronger. It's very exhilarating. But now I've really come to a point where, you know, I got, I got, I got fucking strong, dude. I was mm -hmm. squatting 500 plus. I was, you know, I tore my pec when I was I was benching three thirty five for reps, and I, I was I'm like, oh, I'm going up, I'm going to four hundred, you know, bench, and I tore my pec doing it, and Jeez. all these things, all these small little nicks that have happened. I'm only mid twenties, I'm still feeling these. Yeah, I really have looked at it now, ch completely shifted my mindset on this recently this year, as a matter of fact, mm. where I'm trying to train for more of a what's the word uh more of a movement and just functional fun yeah that's yeah. A, yeah, the functional yep. i still want to be strong yeah so i'm still going to train strength but i'm not going to do it with machines yep. i'm not going to do it with a barbell yep. you know and squats and deadlifts and that's why uh, you know deadlifts oh my gosh i don't care what anyone says stay away from deadlifts if you love it then great good on you I don't think you have. And I I never forget deadlifting, and I was deadlifting a lot of fucking weight, and I felt a little tweak in my back, and yep. I dropped. I was like, holy shit! Yep. And luckily everything was okay, you know, just a little slip disc, but it was fine, no, no problem. Yep. But it opened my eyes. I'm like, wow, I had good form, everything was fine, and just like that, right? Yep. So if you're doing these lifts like power cleans, you know, hang cleans, snatches, deadlifts, and barbell squats and barbell bench. I tore my pec in barbell bench. You shouldn't be doing those things unless you're training to be a power lifter yeah. or an Olympic lifter. Then the then the the risk is worth it. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. the risk is worth it because that's your profession. That's what you're training for, yeah. right? But if you're just training to look good and feel good and be healthy, and I'm, I'm saying look good too because everyone wants to look good. Of course. Everyone wants to be strong. Yeah. You can still train and be strong mm -hmm. and move. And that's yeah. what I've learned is, 
I can run a mile or two and I could train myself to run a fast mile and a fast two mile, you know, and still maintain my strength, still maintain some good size. And, you know, like I've watched people like Nick, Nick bear fitness. I love his stuff. You know, and I, I, I'm like, dude, they're strong. They look great and they can move. And I see bodybuilders, powerlifters, they can't fucking move. You know, I watch them like waddle when they run. I'm like, yeah. damn, I don't want to, I don't want to no. look, I don't want to be like no. that. I think our bodies are way more resilient and adaptive yeah. than we think. Oh yeah. And that, that science says it's like, yeah. no, like, cause I've seen dudes that are jacked. I mean, they're, and then they go do like full Ironmans yeah. Yeah. and I'm like, okay, so yeah. you can do both. Yes. You can have both. You can. And you should have both. Yeah. You should. That, in my opinion, you should because I I believe in a training that's for a purpose, mm-hmm. right? I, I like just like I was saying before, I I have a fear of what if I'm never prepared in the moment? Yeah. Right. What if I can't wrestle somebody to the ground? What if I can't you know physically fight like box and yeah. like you know actually you know use my hands in an effective way? Right. Lift a car off somebody. Yeah. Like what if I can't run after someone? Yep. Right. Yep. Or run away from someone even. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. What if I can't do that? I'm just gonna be honest with you guys. If you, I'm not training for ten miles because if it's ten miles, getting getting a car, getting a moped or something, if it's one to two miles, yeah. and I can run faster than you in one to two miles, I'm gonna escape. Yep. Or I'm gonna catch you. Yep. Right. So one to two miles for me is a perfect limit. So my training is now I'm running and I'm training to run a faster mile, a faster two mile. Yep. And that's really the extent I'll go is I want to train to be able to run those effectively and fast. I want to get under a six-minute mile, yeah. you know, for two miles straight. That's a goal of mine, right? Sick, dude. That's and sick. I want to maintain my strength. I want to be still, you know, throwing up the hundreds on my bench, right? Yeah. I don't want to lose that. Yeah. You know, no. and I want, but I will say I'm not training my legs like I used to, training more for functionality, for, you know, endurance in my legs because I used to train those squats. And yeah. if you guys see me, I got some, I got some hefty honkers down there, <laughs> right? I got, I got some big, I got some big buns, you yeah. know, and I've trained my whole life for it. So I'm not worried about size anymore. I'm just going for functionality yeah. training. And honestly, it's a lot more like CrossFit now, yeah. you know, using the bags for, you know, body squats and functionality and, um, you know, just trying to get those movements in now. I feel like it'd be, uh, like almost doing, if you were to do squats, doing like maybe 45 at most and then like for reps, you yeah. know, and depth as well. Cause yeah, depth. that's one thing that I've, I'm super grateful for is yeah. I've worked on my depth always. Mm-hmm. And so I can, I can do a squat deep and, yeah. and that's, that's powerful. Cause if you need to get, uh, you know, a car off of somebody, you've got to get yeah. all the way down and you got to yeah. use every bit of your back and legs to yeah. lift that car up, right. not just your back, not just, you know, half of the halfway up. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. feel like that would be a, that at least for me, that's what I, I've been doing yeah. a lot more of that recently. I mean, endurance strength is definitely a priority for me, right? Yeah. I mean, I, especially cause you know, like if I think of any, any situation that could come up, like if shit hits the fan, I want to be prepared to protect those I care about, yeah. right? To protect myself and those I care about. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I actually, I, uh, what's his grand thumb? Oh, yeah. You know him? Uh-huh. I, I yeah. love, if you're watching this, grand, I love you. Dude, he's awesome. He's funny. Yeah. But he said, and it's true, if you're not in shape, you're going to die. Yeah. And he didn't say if you're fat and overweight, if you're skinny, dude, you can be ripped mm-hmm. and still not be in quote unquote shape. It's true. It's it, like, dude, you can. It's possible. If you can't run and move, you're not in a safe place as yeah. a human being. You're in danger because you can't move. You can't protect others. You can't do any of those things. So yeah. that's my workout regimen. And actually, awesome. it's funny. I stopped working out first thing in the morning, and mm. I felt so much better doing that. What you, I, well, you stopped working out? First? Yeah, first oh, really? thing in the morning, my goal is to go work out, right? And I go yeah. work out, yeah. go, go do some workouts, yeah. you know, but I stopped doing that. Oh. So what I do now is... 
because I, I, I just, I just love this actually uh, morning routine way better. We'll probably do a video on this. Yeah. Yeah. Is I wake up in the morning and I just have, have a drink, have a coffee, mm-hmm. right. Just something mm-hmm. to wake me up. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, with a heavy fat. So I'm talking like, you know, milk or like oh, half no, and half. Yeah. And I love it. I yeah. love that taste. Oh, yeah. I, I believe in eating fats and dairy and, and carnivore. That's my diet That's pretty much. You. Right. Oh yeah. And so I have that in the morning and I work. So I get my work done first thing in the morning at 5 a.m. Been doing this, and I feel great. Really? Yeah, I feel great. I, I'm there. I'm working. It's a calm, peaceful morning. I And honestly, when I say work, I'm, I'm creating, and you, you've probably seen all these changes that have been happening and all these ideas. Yeah. It's because in the morning, I'm coming up with all these ideas. I'm drawing on the whiteboard, just oh. me. I'm alone. I have There's no one blowing. You guys see my phone, too. Oh, yeah. When I set my phone down for an hour, what happens? Oh, yeah. It is blown up, yep. right? And I found in the mornings, early in the mornings, mm. it no one bugs me. Mm. My phone is not going Always off. Up my phone's on the table, and it's not blowing up, <laughs> and I'm not constantly like, all right, what's going on? <laughs> and so it's like I, I'm now craving this morning yeah. where I get to wake up. And no one bothered me, so I get to be freely just think about any situation and yeah. come up with ideas and 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 just get some work done. And I'll do that for two hours, and then it's about seven seven thirty. Sun's coming up. Take the dogs out to the park like mm-hmm. I always do. Yeah. Um, or I take them on a walk, start to walk them more, and then I come back and I run and I lift in the garage. Nice. <laughs> so, dude, that's a great yeah. yeah. So that's that's, awesome. that's my that's my morning routine and workout now. Nice, dude. I nice. love it. Feel yeah. great. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of touched on it, just maybe, uh, you could hash on it for like one second, but, uh, what does your daily diet look like? Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually, so number one, uh, intermittent fasting, I'm not eating in the mornings. I don't eat breakfast. Yeah. Right? I started doing that too. I feel so I, much. I feel, I feel so good. Yeah. You know, I don't eat in the mornings cause I don't need three meals. I'm used to, I know for a fact, I'm used to eating bigger meals. Mm-hmm. I not only, cause as a kid, not only would I eat my meals, but my dad be like, Hey, finish your sister's food. I'm like, okay. So I'm eating my yeah. meals and their meals and <laughs> potentially seconds. Yeah. I was eating a lot of food. So yeah. I got used to eating big meals yeah. and I like eating big meals. It's, yeah. a, it's, 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 I like it. Yeah. You know, I'd much rather eat one really big, glorious meal rather than uh, a bunch of small meals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I prefer saving my food and saving my calories towards the end of the day. So mm-hmm. I try, I tend to have, I don't eat in the morning. Uh, I drink sparkling water in the morning and a coffee. Mm-hmm. So I guess I kind of eat because I do put half and half in there. So it's technically calories there, yeah. but I don't care. Yeah. Um, and then I go to lunch and I try to just do it. I just eat meat. Yeah. You know, I try to eat meat or I try to just eat meat and cheese, whatever it is. Yep. Yep. And my diet consists of dairy and anything meat. Yep. And, you know, like I'll, I'll mix stuff in there if we go out to eat, but that is what I try to eat. Yeah. You know, That's and awesome. dude, I feel great. Yeah. I couldn't feel better when I yeah. do that. When I stick to that and I'm eating meat and I'm only eating dairy. I feel amazing. Actually, yeah. fruits. Fruits feel fruits, great. Yeah. Because fruits are not sugars like all the other sugar bullshit. Yeah. I found in my stomach, this was crazy. By cutting out, you know, and I'm not saying carbs. I'm going to avoid the word carbs because Processed carbs, sugars. Yes, That's, sugars yeah. and grains. Mm, yeah. Because our yeah. grains are not normal here. No. You can go into Europe and other places where shit's handmade and fresh out of the ground. Yeah. You don't get the same kind of bloating you get here with our grains. Yep. Right? It, yep. The processed stuff, right? So cutting out grains in, in my diet and cutting out sugars is probably one of the coolest discoveries ever made is I finally realized that you can feel full mm-hmm. and not be bloated. 
Mm. This is one. This is one thing that really actually changed my entire perspective. Because every time I'd eat, I feel bloated, mm-hmm. dude. Bloated, man. My stomach, I'm poking, it's just rock solid. I feel like shit. Yep. Right. And I'm eating, and I just didn't know what was happening. I knew something was wrong. And this was going on for years, right? But I just eating. I'm not trying to figure it out. Go see a doctor. They they say, oh, you might have gluten intolerance, mm. and then I could have gluten. I was like, okay, it's not really working because yeah. I'm just, you know, because technically rice is gluten free, right? True. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rice still does this to me. Really? Yes. That's what I'm saying. I cut out grains, man. Okay. So wow. here, so and I don't know why. You know, probably different. It's just the rice that's here in the packages. You sure. Know? I sure. bet if I go rice somewhere else, it's gonna be different. Probably. But anyway, so I cut out grains and I cut out uh, processed sugars, and there's especially when I did carnivore, I ate steaks and I ate cheese and I was eating all this food and I ate so much fucking food. I was so full. I like the full of like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna roll over. I'm gonna yeah, die. Right. Yeah. And I was shocked because I'm that full and I'm like, I'm not bloated. Wow. I was like, holy shit. Like, I don't feel like overextended at yeah. all. I don't feel bloated, but I am full. Like, I can't believe. Wow. Normally, if I'm full, like, I can't believe I overeat like that. Yep. I'm like, holy shit. You know, like, I can- yeah. and once I made that discovery, it really clicked in my mind. I'm like, I'm like, you can be full and eat a lot of food yeah. and not get bloated in a in, in a, a very painful way. Yeah. And if anyone wants to really find find out what their body is, cut out everything but meat because meat mm. is one of the only things you can survive just on meat. Yeah. Then I don't care what anyone says. All you fucking vegans, get off my show, right? <laughs> stop stop watching this. You know, like it's not healthy. Stop it. Yeah. You know, we're carnivores. Eat some meat. Yeah. Right. Eat only meat. See how good you feel. And then start introducing things because Kinsey, my wife, is different. She likes to eat grains. She mm-hmm. doesn't like dairy. Mm. I don't understand it. Mm. I really don't. I'm not going to try and act like I do understand it, right? <laughs> but for me, it's I, I eat a ton of dairy. I'll drink milk. I'll have cheese. You know, I'll have I'll, ha- I'll have yogurt. I feel mm-hmm. great with yep. dairy yep. and fruits because fruits are not sugars like no. the other thing. Even though there's sugar in fruits, it's not like this. So different. And I do not feel bloated with that. And even mm-hmm. though it's technically carb, I don't care yeah. because I feel great yep. eating fruit, right? So that's kind of the consistency nice, of my man. diet. And when, I, when I'm on that, I feel awesome that's awesome i feel awesome yeah nice dude nice so that's a millionaire diet right there that's right <laughs> eat some meat yeah <laughs> well i think that's gonna be end mm. uh for today that was a good one dude, it's I, been uh, a minute since i've talked about health stuff i know i'm not gonna lie yeah this is what i used to talk about almost all the time yeah man. well no, i never talk about this shit i mean that's what the office creed is all about is right. having all three of those areas now so don't forget to uh like and subscribe to the channel and uh you know Go buy some alpha merch as well mm. and uh, follow right. Jer, you know, on TikTok, mm. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. He's on all of them. So yeah. until next time, brother. That was beautiful. That was a good one. <laughs> Love you, man. Love you too.